Hello, welcome to Sumo Mainichi. We're coming to you from Melbourne, Australia. I'm Amy. I'm here with Dave and it's Nakabi. It's the middle Sunday. It's day eight of Natsu Basho and we got it all for you. We do. Nakabi has a certain special feeling, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Halfway through the Basho, I think you really start to see Rikishi's, uh, how their fortune has been and how it might <laughs> sure. go in that second week. And there was so much great action today. Before we get into it, uh, the weather in Tokyo today as the Rikishis were trudging home or back to their accommodation, 18 degrees Celsius, 64 degrees Fahrenheit and rainy. Oh, rainy. Yeah, but I'm sure a very beautiful rainy Tokyo evening. Thank you to all of the uh, sumo fans who joined us <laughs> on our Jurio live stream today. Yeah, we're your fans. Thanks for coming and hanging out with us. We love doing the Jurio live stream. That's why we were so devastated last week when we stuffed up the times because of Mother's Day. But today, and daylight savings. And daylight. <laughs> Let's be honest here. Uh, but today we got it there. And if you missed today, we'll be doing next Sunday. I mean, fingers crossed, probably. Yeah, if we remember. <laughs> but we got it in today and thanks everybody who came and listened and hung out and chatted. Chat went off. Special shout out to the 2am gang. Yes. The American fans who are diehard fans who get up at 2am to watch Sumo. So much respect for you <laughs> and all that you're about. Thank you so much for joining us. Let's jump into a quick recap of what we saw in Jurio today. Tokushoryu did very little, but then was able to dump Tochin, uh, Tochimaru down on the bales to move to six and two. Tochimaru five and three. So Classic that was a bit. Tokushoryu. Absolutely. Hirodumi went down in a close one against Asunawaka. He's now off the pace at five and three, the same score as Asunawaka. Daimami beat Ryuden by getting in close, getting on the belt and throwing him across the bales. So with Ryuden's loss yesterday, that puts him on six and two with the rest of the pack, Daimami five and three. It really opens up that Jurio Yusho race. Tsurugisho beat Nishiki Fuji today by crushing him down and out, down to the dirt. That takes both of these guys to six and two as well, into that pack. And Chiyomaru, he lost today to Daishoho, unfortunately. Well, if you're a Chiyomaru fan, which I am, taking him one off the leaderboard, he and Daisho are, Daisho, I'm saying, but I mean Daishoho, of course, <laughs> I know who you mean. who's in Jurio. He is five and three. So the leaderboard, there's a five-way tie at the moment. It's Tsurugisho, Ryuden, Nishiki Fuji, Tokushoryu, and Atami Fuji, who also got a win today down at Jurio 12. Great stuff. And we love seeing a big pack, don't we? Yeah. In the that's Jurio. what Jurio is about, actually. It certainly is. I'd love a five-way playoff, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Draw the straws, boys. It's only day eight. Let's move on to Makuchi. So Kotokuzan was up first against Hidna Umi. He was our Jurio visitor today, Jurio 1. And Kotokuzan, he was working at the throat and upper chest of Hidna Umi. He was moving him back and back a bit more. Hidna Umi's coming close, close to the Tawara. And then finally, it's Kotokuzan's first win. Only seven more to go, <laughs> Kotokuzan. You can do it. He is firmly on the road to Kachikoshi. We believe he's going to eventually get a winning record. And this is the first in the step to it. Look, and I was a bit surprised to see his first win come against Hidnumi, to be honest. Yeah. Even as the Jurio visitor, Hidnumi, you shouldn't go out like that. Hidnumi returns to Jurio tomorrow, four and four. Kotokuzan, a very impressive one and seven. <laughs> 
Chiataryu was up next against Azamaryu. The Chiataryu Express pulled out of the station, but Azamaryu was quite controlled as he was being moved backwards. Uh, on the bales, Chiataryu couldn't quite finish uh, Azamaryu off, but instead Chiamaru spun Azamaryu around and the train pulled out of the station again. But this time, the drive across the doyo overwhelmed Azamaryu and he was taken over the bales, Oshitaoshi, that was a front pushdown. And that brings Azamaru's small run of wins. It was four wins before this to an end. And yeah, 10 seconds of sumo really where Chiataru was pretty much always in control. And he moves to five and three. He's sort of flying under the radar a little bit here. I mean, he's Absolutely. Not, not in the leader pack, but he's... Uh- just behind. Are we talking enough about Chiatari? <laughs> well, I said to you today, actually, that he sort of, I don't know, he, I don't not think about him, but I don't really think about him at the moment. I mean, sometimes he pops into your mind, He, you know, when the sideburns are particularly yeah. active or something, or he's doing really well. But at the moment, he's just settled into a sort of low Magashira rank where he's just doing okay. And every so often, as you said, the express takes off. Well, that's his fifth win. Five and three, Chiatari, Azumari, four and four. Midori Fuji, he's the third bout of today. Gives him a bit of time. He's up against Meisei. They clashed at the Tachiya, chest to chest. And then Midori Fuji jumped out of the way, presumably to give himself a bit of space and to be able to come back at Meisei from a different angle, but he slipped instead. And this was a, a flat out, for sure, watched it on the replay, slip. Yeah, and the Kimarate is a tsukite, which mm. is one of the handful of non-techniques. So it's... Uh, you know, official definition is the hand touch down on the ground without influence from the opponent. He just got a bit uh, a bit sideways here, Midori Fuji. Yeah, he jumped right back and then one leg was out the back. And there is a bit of, sometimes a little bit of scree or a little bit of sand on the top and it looked like it was that, that his toes slipped on. Yeah. May say, he wouldn't have minded that. Oh, he'll take it. Four and four, Midori Fuji, same score. Myogiryu up next against Yutakiyama. This was a scrappy affair that saw Yutakiyama fighting to find a way onto the Myogiryu belt or body. But Myogiryu's hands moved like lightning as he defended every challenge. Myogiryu stayed in close despite a flurry of high attacks from Yutakiyama. After a brief lockup, Yutakiyama was able to push Myogiryu back, slip around the side and escort Myogiryu around uh, and over the bales. Now, I felt this was a Kimarate that I don't think has a definition. What was your idea? Oh, I thought he, well, I thought he was hard done by, by getting the Kimarate that it was actually given. Well, he, I think he took him out via the face. Ah. Yutakiyama had clamped his hand on Myogiryu's face and took him out, but it was counted as Okuridashi, which I don't mind. Well, I think that I think that he was hard done by for that because he wasn't all the way around. He wasn't. Yeah. It was a kind of push. Sure, it was a um, push from the side, more from the side, but definitely wasn't from the back. It wasn't like from the butt or the. I didn't flat out on the back. Yeah, I didn't feel this was okuridashi. No, I, I just. I mean, we give that particular humanity a, a certain feeling. You know, you never want it. to be staring out to the crowd, yep. and I didn't think that it. Miyogiryu warranted losing this way today, but I was really pleased. I was really heartened by seeing Yutakiyama find that opportunity for the attack. He was playing it slow. I mean, his slaps were fast, but he was playing it slow in terms of looking for 
that time to go forward. And I really liked that he found it and that it worked so well. I thought that was a good sign for him. So he moves to three and five and Miyogiryu is four and four. Ichi Yamamoto and Sadanumi next. This was a really great matchup that uh, plays into the Yusho race. I'd have to say there was a mutter from Ichi Yamamoto and I just enjoyed this bout a lot. Ichiyamamoto pushed Sadanumi back, but Sadanumi, always watching his opponent, grabbed Ichiyamamoto's right arm. He tried to pull him past himself with the attempted totari. And I say attempted because as Ichiyamamoto flew past Sadanumi, somehow he managed to get a hand on Sadanumi and slapped him down on the way through and slapped him down first. I had to rub my eyes after this one. Yeah. I couldn't believe what I just saw. So... Ichiyamamoto, as the bottom half of his body was losing the bout, yeah. the top half of his body won it. <laughs> exactly. This was weird. Exactly. But showed a really well-developed um, game sense from Ichiyamamoto that even though he was completely off balance, completely going the wrong direction, he still found a way to push Sadanumi over. This happened in the blink of an eye too. It did and Sadanumi looked really surprised about it because he would have thought that one of his tricky moves, you know, that pulling well, through with a totari would yeah, have worked. absolutely. It was clean. It put Ichiyamamoto in the worst position. But at the end of the day, I think Ichiyamamoto would go <laughs> home and be very, very pleased with his sumo today. Six and two. Yeah, now very impressive. Now him. Uh, Sadanumi, as you said, this one was important. Both of these ricochet are up in the top pack leading the Yusho race, but with that loss, Sadanumi is 6-2, the same score. Kagiyaki up next against Nishikigi. Nishikigi stood strong in the face of Kagiyaki's relentless thrusting attacks early on, but Kagiyaki wore down the defence of Nishikigi and worked him to the bales. Nishikigi, he moved back in a very controlled manner here and then moved aside, dancing right up on the bales and twisted Kagiyaki out of position and finished this off with a slap hatakikomi. I think the JSA need to run a masterclass on this ride on the Tawara move because everybody is falling for it and we're seeing it over and over again. I think they just need to line up maybe mm. 20 videos of this happening in a row, just play it through, don't say anything and just go, can you keep your eye out for this because... So what is it? Is it, It's not, it, it's Kagiyaki not finishing this one quick enough? Uh, I... I'm not sure. I think it's probably something a little bit different every time, which does make it hard to combat. Um, and there are different, like sometimes it's done really quickly and sometimes it's a, a slower move. Here I feel like Kagiyaki just always drives forward, perhaps without yeah. always thinking about what's going to happen on the Tawara and just thinks that his feet will keep up and push him out, whereas somebody you know, clever yeah. like Sadanumi or Nishikigi will always think about what they can do at that last moment. I would say Kagiyaki this basho has shown an unkagiyaki tendency mm. to be head down as he mm. moves towards the bales. Kagiyaki normally is safe as houses. You know, that low stance, the robot arms that we call them, this is not the kagiyaki we, kagiyaki we know. Mm. The kagiyaki we know would not have let this happen. Do you feel like we're seeing it a lot though Oh, look at, uh, There's a bit of it. And, and I, look, I don't think Nishikigi would be like, that went to plan. No, no one no. wants to be standing up on the bales. <laughs> no. Um, oh, look, I think we've seen it a few times and, and I, it's a desperate last-ditch attempt. And you see it work as much as you see it don't work, I think. Oh, well, I'll run the masterclass then. <laughs> the masterclass on positive confirmation bias. 
All right. Nishikiki 4 and 4, Kagiyaki 3 and 5. That's his fourth loss in a row too. Kagiyaki Kodoshoho and Oho were up next against each other and I really enjoyed this bout. They clashed chest to chest a few times before Oho took Kodoshoho back. But Kodoshoho, he was not keen to be moved. He stood strong. He reached in. He got the front of Oho's belt. And this was crucial. He dragged Oho all around the tour, all around the doyo with it. Oho put up a good defence. He did try to dictate his own movement. He did try to get away, but it was no use and he succumbed to the Oshidashi. I think I counted four separate occasions where Kodoshaw Hall was in big trouble. (laughs) But he just found a way and kept finding a way back into this. And as you said, that front hand grip on the belt that he found on Oho really cracked this one open for him. A very impressive win for Kodoshaw Hall. Five and three with that Oshidashi win. Oho with the loss is three and five. Shimano Umi up against Teretsuyoshi. Now we saw a hanker mm. from Teretsuyoshi. Am I safe saying that? Yeah, I think so. Okay. And also he is known to be up there in Ben's he statistics is. of one of the most common hankerers. He certainly is. But Shimonumi was sharp and he got straight on top of Teretsuyoshi. They locked up briefly with Teretsuyoshi low and Shimonumi with an arm on Teretsuyoshi's shoulder just to keep him in check. Teretsuyoshi went low, reached in. I don't know what he was looking for here, but he did not find it. And that gave Shimonumi the opening he needed. Shimonumi powered Teretsuyoshi back and over the bales. Oshidashi. Yeah, an unsuccessful hanker, we'll call this one, for Teretsuyoshi. He didn't get a win straight away and he didn't win at all. Shimonumi, though, he'd locked in a new videographer. His pressure's off. Yeah, couldn't you tell? Yep. Yeah. He felt great and he found this win. That moves him to four wins and four losses. Teretsuyoshi is struggling at two and six. Well, Teretsuyoshi also struggling to find a way to beat Shimano Umi. Uh, Shimano Umi's beaten Teretsuyoshi in the last 11 meetings. 11? 11. Shimano Umi looked really comfortable today against Ter- uh, Teretsuyoshi. It's almost like he knew the hanker was coming. I wonder how many times he's hankered him. Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. Shimano Umi, four and four. I think you've said the scores already, but let's say, say them again. again. Teretsuyoshi, two and six. Well, Chiyoshoma was up next. His opponent was Takara Fuji. And today, today is T-shirt day because Chiyoshoma, he did an undoubtable <laughs> hanker. Now, we've had a few uh, inquiries on the help desk for the competition. Chiyoshoma, he hankered. Does it matter whether he wins or loses? No. The answer is no. The t-shirt comes out. Yep. Is the competition over because he's hankered once? No. The competition also continues. No. <laughs> Why not? So if he hankers again, another t-shirt goes out. We will have to be watching our finances this month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Well, thank you everyone who's very kindly um, contributed to them. We might have to put some of the sake fund towards the uh, t-shirts. <laughs> Um, so that means that the t-shirt goes to, drum roll, American Mad Lad. Who better? Mr. Mad Lad, congratulations. <laughs> or Mrs. Mad Lad. Could be Mrs. Mad Lad. Mm. Or could be Ms. Mad Lad. Could Thanks be Ms. Mad Lad. Uh, so please, American Mad Lad, get in touch with us. I believe you put in your vote for day eight, your very prescient vote yeah. for day eight um, in on Twitter. So if you could just... I guess we'll follow you and then if we don't already and then we, you can DM us 
and address and all of all of anyway, we'll sort out all of that. Don't need to be talking about it, but congratulations. You successfully guessed day eight as the day that Chiyoshoma would hanker. It's his first hanker of Natsu. So congratulations also goes to Chiyoshoma because he's resisted so far. Tell us about the rest well, of the <laughs> I will. I'm just trying to just trying to see. So yes, all right. So Takara Fuji, he follows Chiyoshoma well. Then they actually ended up ironically, locked up on the belt. So it just went back to a, you know, fairly standard, both not moving, both on the belt uh, match. Takara Fuji tried to move Chiyoshoma back. Chiyoshoma tried to throw. The crowd were really actually heaps into this this match. They were screaming a long time here. The Sagari was on the ground. We were screaming at the Gyoji to pick up the Sagari. Takara Fuji then took Chiyoshoma to the edge. But Chiyoshoma tried a big throw on the bales. Takarafuji somehow stood up, but Chiyoshoma managed to get Takarafuji back to the edge and it was all over. So not only did he get hankered Takarafuji, but he ended up losing. Well, with that loss, Takarafuji is Makakoshi. Zero and eight. This isn't his worst start to oh. a basho. So back in May 2014, Takara Fuji went 0 11 mm-hmm. at Maigashira 2. Uh, but then he won the final four days. Okay. But to give you an idea of how long ago that was, uh, in May 2014, Happy by Pharrell Williams was <laughs> topping the US charts. <laughs> wow. And that song is very, very old. Yeah. Uh, not a great song to describe Takara Fuji's feeling uh, at that basho. Nor this basho. Happy is something he's not feeling. I thought this was the first time we saw Takara Fuji really lock up about and look like he might be able to have some influence. But Chiyoshoma, boy, once he got that hanker out of the way and got back to his honest style of sumo, he looked really, really good there. Chiyoshoma, four and four. Takara Fuji, zero and eight. I don't like saying that at all. No, feels bad. Okunumi up next against Koroeko. This was a very, very technical bout uh, with both Rikishi changing hand positions from belt to body, back to belt, back to the body again, trying uh, a lot of different things, a lot of changes of grip here. I think it was a rare multiple makakai at the same time. Yeah. They were just their arms were flying around. Yeah, it was very deliberate though. I think they were really trying to find something mm. solid here. Um, Koroeko, he was working away underneath, uh, but Okunumi... He was standing tall. He just looked a lot bigger and looked very steady on his feet. There was another flurry of repositions. Uh, we saw Kotoeko lock up the arms of Okunumi, but Okunumi found a way on to the Kotoeko belt. This is what Kotoeko was trying to stop. Okunumi drove Kotoeko over the bales. Yoritaoshi. And that's a 5-2 record to Okunumi. So he does have the upper hand over Kotoeko, but I did think that this was a a fairly even bout and a good one. And it means that both of these guys move into day nine on four and four. Uro was up next against Magashira 9, Tochinoshin, and we thought he might go for the Ashitori straight away. He loves to pick up Tochinoshin's leg, but no go. He got up under the arms instead. Tochinoshin held the left elbow. He uh, leads with that left elbow a lot now, and he held it up in Uro's face for a long time, trying to keep Uro off his body. Uro, though, went low as soon as that elbow disappeared, and Tochinoshin locked up his arms. At this point, I think Uro actually did reach for Tochinoshin's leg, but he didn't find any purchase. And then he took his left hand away from that side of Tochinoshin, gripped his shoulder instead from the other side, and swung Tochinoshin down. 
with the shoulder. It was a Katasakashi win. Yeah, look, I mean, I've been hard on Uredis Basho, but the sumo I saw today was very, very positive. Uh, I thought I thought the way he locked up with Tochinoshin, it felt different to the other days. I don't think he was just out there to negate. Mm. I think he was in low and close to try to manufacture something. We were all looking for the leg grab. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and he tried it once, didn't get much, but that movement uh, rocked the balance of Tochinoshin. What about that throw, though? It was really great. It yeah. was, it wasn't one of the long, drawn out Midori Fuji style katasakashi. It was where he's taking big steps backwards as his opponent comes forward. He did this squeezed up on the bales, which yeah. makes it even more impressive. Yeah, and it was so. It ended up in like a somersault. Yeah, from Tochinoshina, really bundled up one. Yeah, You're just sublime right. sumo from Ura today, and I love being able to say that. Um, in terms of my life expectancy, this added months on. Oh, great. Yeah. So I feel really good about seeing that. Ura, five and three. <laughs> Tochinoshin, four and four. Aoyama was up next against Wakamoto Haru. Wakamoto Haru, it feels like he came in with a plan and I, it feels like he executed it perfectly. Wakamoto Haru went straight under the high Aoyama thrusting attacks Wakamoto Haru, he was pressing under the arms of Aoyama, which completely negated the power that Aoyama can generate. Wakamoto Haru stayed body to body and threw his weight towards Aoyama, drove him over the bales. Beautiful Oshidashi win for Wakamoto Haru. Yeah, and this was an important bout, particularly for Aoyama. He would have wanted to win this, but Wakamoto Haru's sumo just so good. Mm. He was so solid. Aoyama's pushes just didn't do anything and he was able to break his two-day losing streak, Wakamoto Haru, to move to five and three, which at this point um, went off the pace only, which is great for him. And Aoyama, he looked disappointed with this, but he might need to come up with something else against Wakamoto Haru because his... Um, he's new and strong, not new, it's not new anymore, but his, his strong pushing style might not work as well on this big, solid guy. Yeah. So I think that's two losses in a row for Aoyama, isn't it? After mm. going six and zero. Look, at Maegashira 11, it's fine, Aoyama, but you're right. Wakamoto Haru just dismantled that style from him today. Tobizaru, he comes up against Tamawashi. We were really looking forward to this one. See what Tobizaru could do against the informer. Man, Tamawashi, he went straight on the face of Tobizaru and it was one of those days where he didn't give his opponent a chance. There was no time really for Tobizaru to respond. He couldn't move to either side even because of the grip that Tamawashi had on him and he was fairly quickly pushed out. Yeah, it was very uh, definitive sumo from Tamawashi today. Go for the face, keep going for the face. <laughs> and it worked against Tobizaru today. Uh, strangely, uh, this was the first time that Tamawashi has beaten Tobizaru. I believe this was their fourth meeting or third. Right. But the fact that Tobizaru has beaten Tamawashi even once, I think is interesting. Uh, Tamawashi continues that dominant form. He's six and two. Tobizaru, five and three. Kiribayama up against Hokuto Fuji next. Both Rikishi went hard at the touchy eye. But Kiribayama quickly slapped Hokuto Fuji's arms out of the way to the side threw his head down and ploughed Hokuto Fuji back and over the bales, over in an instant, Oshidashi. Four wins in a row for Kirabiyama. He's found something here. Today you said he ploughed into him. I, I think that had a big um, 
effect. He almost slipped as he went forward, which yeah. made his momentum even stronger. He sort of fell with his whole body weight onto Hokuto Fuji, which might have just surprised him with that extra amount of push. And, yeah, just meant that he he stepped out because it was a surprisingly strong push from Kiribayama. Wasn't it? I think it's that all or nothing style that Kiribayama can sometimes employ. Like if Hokuto Fuji had found a way to stay up, Kiribayama would have gone to the ground. But mm. it was controlled falling, Yep, you have <laughs> to admit. And so you said fourth win in a row? Yeah. yeah incredible stuff. So Kiribayama at Maegashira 2, 5 and 3. Hokuto Fuji 2 and 6. Struggle town. Second week's better f- for him always. Yeah. Is it? We'd want it I to be. So. <laughs> Sekiwake Wakatakakage against Magashira 2, Kodnowaka. We're really keen to see what Kodnowaka can do after struggling for a couple of days. Wakatakakage got the right arm around Kodnowaka off the touchier. He was on the belt. Kodnowaka was higher and he stepped forward. He tried to disrupt Wakatakakage's hold and you can understand why because it's a very strong position for him to have and he does succeed in doing that. Everyone was on a bit of a Difficult angle here. Kodnawaka was able to drive Wakataka Kage back to the edge, but right on the Tawara, Wakataka Kage threw Kodnawaka. It looked to be one of those moments where he was able to just twist and put Kodnawaka down. But a second twist, Kodnawaka was able to grab Wakataka Kage's hand right as he fell, which brought Wakataka Kage down with him. It was a really genius oh. move. It was the second we've seen today. We described one earlier. And they fell together. Yeah. And the Goombay gave it to Konawaka. Yeah. Amonoi was called, but I wasn't paying attention at this point <laughs> because I saw the first replay. I saw Wakataka Kage in all of that action, had actually put his foot down first. Amonoi was called, apparently. The decision was upheld, which, yeah. was, which was the right thing. What a way for Konawaka to break that four-day losing streak. It, Could you think of a better way to do it? It was just, I mean, I guess it was a lot of instinct. As he's falling, he sort of reached out for anything that yeah. he could find. And he just managed to find the very part of Wakataka Kage that would twist him around and bring him down. Yes, instinct, but sumo is so much about instinct that if you can win that way, it's a win and yeah. it's a strong win because you're not just flailing around losing. Konnawaka, I mean, I'm saying this after, the, after coming off four days of him losing, but on the days he's won, he looks like his son Yaku material. Mm. I guess it's about stemming those four days and finding a way to not be losing in unspectacular ways. Sekiwake Wakataka Kage would come away disappointed. He did all the right things here, which is beaten with some brilliance at the very, very last second. Kodnawaka four and four, Wakataka Kage three and five. Takiyasu was up next against Sekiwake Abi. Takiyasu moved in close at the touchy eye and tried to bundle up Abi's opening attacks, which we have seen work over the last week. This did succeed to a degree, but Abi just kept working away at Takiyasu's upper chest, hitting him in the throat, and this forced Takiyasu to give ground and eventually go over the bales. Oshidashi win for Abi. Yeah, it was a good win for Abi. I did think that Takiyasu went okay here. I think mm. he had a good plan. When he thrust Abi's arms away... That's fine, but you need to thrust them away for long enough that you can then come in yeah. and do something else. So come at him from a different angle or push his arms again. And there just wasn't quite enough time here. Abi wasn't disrupted for long enough for Takiyasu to get in. And I think that was what eventually led to that defeat because Abi just came back at him again. Yeah. I mean, this is a, about I would expect Takiyasu to win against Abi. 
just because he's, uh, just because of his sumo head. Yeah. But the sumo body just couldn't keep up with the pressure today. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm not sure if I would expect him to win because he's a little bit more straightforward and forward moving, I think. Although that can that can combat RBS. And he's well. he, like Takiyasu is very skilled at, at shutting down an opponent mm. and slowing their pace down, but yep. just didn't get a chance. He today. would need to slow his pace down, that's yep. right. And he didn't do that today. So Takiyasu with that loss is two and six. Sekiwake Abi with the win, five and three. Ozeki Mitakumi came up against Magashira for Endo, and this was over in a split second. It was the quickest of quick slapdowns by Mitakumi of Endo. I'm surprised we don't see Endo lose this way more. It was really him overextending to get that Mayamawashi grip, yeah. which we see him do a lot. I don't know whether Mitakumi knew this was coming, but he just so quickly responded by stepping back and slapping down. Yep, yep. They clashed and then the step back straight away. Mm. Didn't even think about it. Well, Ozeki Mitakumi would welcome a quick day at the office, four and four with that Hataki Komi slapdown win, Endo with the loss, three and five. Well, a very big bout up next, Komasubi Daesho coming up against Ozeki Takakesho. This bout really played out in two halves. Takakesho opened well with his attacks landing on the chest of Daesho, which forced Daesho back onto the bales. Daesho, he had to throw his weight forward here to fight his way off the Tawara. This resulted in Takakesho moving back as Daesho threw himself forward. And really, it was a question of was there enough doyo for Takakesho to move back and out of the way to, to let Daesho go down. And as it turns out, Takakesho, with his heels jammed up against the Tawara, stood there as Daesho went down. Uh, Takakesho helped him with a slap, so that was a Hataki Komi win. Just enough, Doyo, wasn't there? <laughs> he was just just a minuscule amount of space for Takakesho to stay in there. So I guess you could say then that he judged it well. Yeah, or I guess he, he did. was <laughs> he was lucky. But yeah, that means that Daesho wasn't able to overrun the third Ozeki. So we wondered that he was one of the names, one of the scalps that he had yet to grab after getting the Yokozuna, the two Sekiwake and the other two Ozeki. So he couldn't complete the set this time around, which is fine. He's still five and three, but yeah, wasn't able to get off the blocks today against Takakesho. Yep. So a great win for the Ozeki. Have we set his score? They're both five and three. Komusubi, Hoshoryu up against Ozeki Shodai. Uh, of course, we're worried about this one for Shodai. Think Sorry, are you worried? Hoshoryu might do uh, quite well <laughs> against the troubled Ozeki. I was worried. Dave was fine. I was not worried. <laughs> Shodai off the touchy eye. He was quick today. He got his arms around Hoshoryu. He bundled forward right on the edge. They fell together and it was really hard to tell here um, in the heat of battle who's fallen first. But there was no Monoe. Well, it was given to Shodai is the other thing to say. Yeah, that's the most important thing to the say. The most important fact. thing to say. Now, that replay, it looked very suspect yep. to me. Uh, it looked as though, like they were falling together, but I always do a quick hair check. Yep. Quick top oh, of the yeah. foot check. Mm -hmm. It felt like Shodai was dragging the top of his foot and leg along the ground just before they hit. Absolutely. And the question was whether Hoshoryu's heel had tilted back yes. over the Tawara and it didn't look, there was no print. It didn't even look like it got close. Like, you know how sometimes you've got to zoom into the see micro the level and see yeah. a little puff of dust. 
you could even see that there was daylight. There was clear yeah. daylight between his hill and the sand. Yeah, I thought there was some great work on the bales. So we have Ozeki Shodai getting the win today. Mm. Um, and the judges around the, the ring deciding not to judge. Mm. And I thought there must be a passage out of the good book oh. that we could apply to this to help me understand oh. why Amonawi wasn't called. And I mean, do you need to look much further than Luke? Luke chapter 637, do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, which I think in this case they mean Monoe, and you will not be <laughs> condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Now this feels very, very appropriate. Mm. I think the judges... they want to be forgiven for not calling a Monoe when Shodai had clearly lost. <laughs> Look, I mean, in all seriousness, he got away with it today, oh, Shodai. Totally. Yeah, should have been at least a Monoe and probably a reversal. I don't really know why that happened. That seemed no. like a weird one. Well, there was a ringside shimpan who had a very good look at that. Oh, it's, oh, mate, Nishan Ozeki, <laughs> you've got to get the courage to call. Maybe yeah. he doesn't quite have the, the courage yet. Well, we think if this wasn't, it was close to his first day being a shimpan for the back end of the mm. bouts, like mm. the high end bouts, he would have had a very good angle on this. And I hope he sleeps well tonight. Mm. Interesting. But again, do not judge and you will not be judged. Mm, interesting. <laughs> we should will not I, judge. <laughs> should I two and six or sure are you five and three? That brings us to the final bout of Nakabi day eight at the Natsu Basho Yokozuna Terunofuji up against Maigashira four and X Sekiwake Takanosho. Takanosho looked like an absolute weapon out of the touchy eye. He speared Terunofuji in the throat before wrapping up the body and driving Terunofuji back quickly to the bales. Terunofuji locked the arm of Takanosho here and wrenched Takanosho around, threw him to the ground. Unfortunately, Terunofuji had one foot on the wrong side of the bales while he did this mm. throw. Do you know who judged that? Yeah, I, I, he, saw it. he put, he his, put hand his hand up. up. Happy to judge there. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Kisnesa. Yeah, Don't I worry. I mean, that was a fair call. Uh, you know, I mean, this was hard to judge at full speed, but on the replay it looked clear. Kinboshi. For Takanosho. first Kinboshi. Well, you told me it was his first and I thought, surely I've seen him beat a Yokozuna before. Well, I think, I mean, he may have, but he may have Sekiwake. been at Sekiwake. Yeah. I mean, I can't remember off the yeah. top of my head, but I'm sure uh, he has. Yeah, probably. But you don't get a Kinboshi unless you're down in the Magashira ranks. So you can see this as a, a golden lining to being down at Magashira 4. He gets it on his record. He gets a gold star. So not a silver lining, but a golden lining. Oh, is it for, silver for lining? <laughs> I think no, I have to give gold star. That's why I said gold lining. It's completely appropriate. That is a gold lining. Shouldn't have explained it. <laughs> I called this before this happened. I said, oh, yeah. I'm feeling Takanosha so hard yeah. right now. There's just something that's changed about his movements. And yeah, just even if he loses from here on, don't come back to this day and say I'm calling it too hard. But I just do feel like he's he's made up some ground here in terms of his sumo and to take out Terunofuji. We've seen that he can still find form. We can see, we've seen yes. that he can still pull off wins in a number of ways. He's still got a lot of plans and Takanosho dismantled all of them. Well, look, and if the rope was a foot back, this would have been a beautiful, uh, beautiful throw from Terunofuji. Yeah. Yep. That's true. But it's the size it is. Yep. Take us through the leaderboard. Well, there's uh, five guys on six wins and none of them are names you would necessarily think would be there at this stage. Tamawashi, Takanosho, Aoyama, Sadano Umi and Ichiyamamoto. 
<laughs> I mean, at day eight, the leader pack has two losses. How many wins will win this U show? Mm. It could be 11. It's a bit of a mess, Natsu, isn't oh, it? I mean, it's a brilliant mess though. Can we look who's on five that yeah. is in is expected perhaps to be in this? I mean, I can read them all out, but yeah. Terunofuji, Takakesho, yeah. their two names, Daiyasho. Um, well, Abi, Hoshoryu, Kiribayama, yeah. like Wakamoto Haru, Chiatari for some reason, Kotoshoho. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do them all now, Tobizaro. Oh, I mean, a messy... Basho is a good Basho. Yep. And I, I think, is the winner in there? You'd think they're in, it's that the winner is in those first That's two blocks That's half of the pack. <laughs> it is, it's about half I'll of the I'll tell you who the winner's not. It's not Kodokuzan and it's probably not Shodai. No, I think statistically you could safely say that. Let's have a look at the bouts we'll be keeping an eye on for day nine tomorrow. The one that jumps out at me, I know this isn't, well, this is two people from the second pack, but Terunofuji takes on Tobizaru. Oh, wow. I mean, famously, we saw Tobizaru absolutely lose it when he fought a Yokozuna last time <laughs> against Hakuhor, where he he really lost his way there. Yeah, decided not to engage. No, decided just to run around the dojo for a while and just keep the bout going as long as he could, which was comical. Uh, but since then, we've seen him, you know, pin down, pin down his sumo, I think, a bit more. Wakataka Kage takes on Takakesho. Yep. Mitakumi takes on Takanosho. Abi takes on Shodai. Hoshoryu takes on Takiyasu. Looking down at a few other Rikishi on six, Tamawashi. Leader pack, yeah. Takes on Endo. And Ichiyamamoto takes on Chiyoshoma. Could he hanker twice in a row? Probably. There is a rule that I did see that if he hankers twice in a row, it doubles the amount of T-shirts on the second day. <laughs> so, yeah, so we send out two. And if he hankers a third time. Oh, yeah, four. Four. Sadunumi? Sadunumi is fighting Kagiyaki. Oh, They've yeah. fought 17 times. It's 10-7. Sadunumi's way. Very uh, complementary styles of sumo between those two. So it will be a good one. Aoyama? Aoyama has... I can't see him. He must be Kyujo. No, there he is. <laughs> Aoyama is up against Kodoeko. Okay. Well, that is day eight. That is Nakabi. We have a big pack on six wins and two losses at this stage. And we'll be back with you for some Monday Night Sumo. See you then. Bye. Yeah.